0: Everybody to the new 90s. Fuck
1: you, this is the 9 and 5 entertainment system, and you don't know, but this is the second time this is happening, because God doesn't know how the mute works. That's right. Go! (laughs) First we talk
2: about the indie game Golden Age and uh, AAA titles from last year, Bioshock, Infinite, and The Last of Us. We talk about how when you buy stuff, you don't own it on the Kindles and iPads and whatever, and how that pissed off Bruce Willis. We talk about how Shia LaBeouf went from being an actual cannibal to being an actual crazy person.
1: Plagiarist!
2: Yeah, and all that fun stuff, and American Hustle. We talked about Ken Burns' baseball documentary, and doping, and all that shenanigans. Scott?
0: So I talk into the microphone? No. (laughs) We also talk about LeBron James and his media stuff and then how Montreal would have reacted if we had a LeBron James that left. We talk about Shaq not being able to make free throws and wanting to hug him. Uh, Some Netflix stuff, uh, Ripper Street, and we talk about comic books like Fatal by Ed Brubaker and Sean Phillips and Velvet, and now how Archer is now about drug dealers.
1: I sure is about sports when Sophie's not here, guys. This yeah. has been the 9 to 5 Entertainment System, and it
3: will be happening do, right do, now. Do, 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 do.
1: So oh, your listeners are only going to hear it's a '40s. <laughs> we have '40s on the table. We're partying. It's first '90s of the year, guys. Yeah, sure is. Yep. Super exciting. John is all like revved up in his seat, and he's like pumped. Is this a, is that is that what this looks like? <laughs> yep. All right. <laughs> I've known you for a long time, John. <laughs> 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 you sitting relaxed with like one arm behind the couch, <laughs> revved up. Actually,
2: the, I can read eyes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. the, thing, the thing I want to talk about is how my new prison is shame. So. I was. We were doing. We were doing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can
1: see why you're excited to talk about this uh, on a
2: podcast. I, and I can see how you can see how I was excited. <laughs> so the, we, we we did our year end review, and I'm sort of like the video game guy, and I had not read either of or played uh, either of the years like like competitive AAA video game titles. Lost non
1: well non first person shooter. Yeah no, well these like were... non Call of Duty. Oh yeah,
2: non Call of Duty stuff. The
1: fucking Billy Towns just jumped <laughs> yeah, right in there. <laughs> <laughs> hey
2: Billy. <laughs> so um,
0: um, I'm so... really pumped up for this now. <laughs> yeah.
2: No, so I went and I finished it in the last week or like whatever week and a half since we last recorded. I went and finished both of the AAA non Call of Duty titles, which so was that be... everybody was talking about. Basically Madden yeah.
3: 13. Nope. No. <laughs> no. This would
2: be Bioshock Infinite and uh, The Last of Us. Yeah. So. They were fucking amazing. Holy shit, were we? Are we in like a golden age of video games? Try some video game yeah, games. Yeah, not only is like the indie scene fucking incredible right now, yeah. which which is like there's nonstop. They just greenlit fifty titles on on fucking Steam greenlight. You guys yeah. know what that is? Yeah, yeah. So like,
0: I watched the indie game the movie. Steam Starter.
2: Yeah, but <laughs> but like the fact that like if I sat down for a couple of months, put together like a scrappy little demo for a game that just basically showed I know what I'm doing and it's yeah, fun, yeah, yeah. like. Literally, a couple months after that, I could have that game for sale and be making money on, my, on the potential that I'm going to put yeah, out yeah. an amazing product. I,
1: like,
0: Is it going to be pinball, John? Because there has not been a good pinball game for a while. That's true.
2: Make a new pinball game. Make I, don't, I, don't pinball. Think, I don't think you can. I think pinball needs the tactile yeah. response of having a table in front of you.
1: I you played
0: just, Windows Pinball more though, than the, any the other game. That was like the Astro yeah. thing? Yeah, I played the shit you know out, what? The shit out <laughs> of it. You know
1: what? There's an amazing pinball mm. game to be had on the Vita because there's the touchpad on the back. Oh my you god, just, you're like, totally tag. right. And it has a vibrate function, it, right? Uh, can yeah, can
0: you tilt the machine? And it, yeah, and uh, the
1: accelerometer yeah. too. So you could like you could shake the machine and you're like tilt. Man, there's, that there is be... an amazing pinball game to be made on the Vita. Yeah, developers, <laughs> <laughs> listen to me.
2: That <laughs> that
0: one's a freebie, guys. <laughs> I will pay one dollar for it. Wait up! No way to, more. Way to throw that one out there. <laughs> so John's sitting right here. <laughs> Just like hey, everybody, why don't you make
1: well, this? that and That's the thing too. Also, is that even like like I mean, obviously, I think the uh, the 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 fucking Narnia of indie games is always yeah. going to be PC because of yeah. the ease yeah. of development. Yeah. But with fucking Xbox Live and PlayStation Network and all that stuff, like there's even a fucking market to make an indie. Vita game, which is like something yeah. that would be completely impossible, like hitherto yeah, yeah. impossible. You know, like so. Not only us.
2: is the indie indie scene fucking amazing, but these AAA titles, which often you could be like, "Oh, it's just another shoot 'em up" or it's just another fucking Madden game. Yeah, yeah. In this case, these these are two new IPs. Well, the first one was new. The second one was okay. Infinite was not quite new, but well, it was sort very, of. It
1: was also not a pure sequel either. Too. Yeah. It's like it, it took themes from Bioshock, and Bioshock took themes from System Shock, right? Yeah. So it's like, it's kind of like, and it's the same guy who's, I think, exploring his, uh, like, Steve Levine exploring yeah. his, like, I Ken? think. Isn't it Ken? Ken Levine? Yeah. Ken, maybe Pretty Ken sure. Levine. Maybe yeah. Ken Levine. Exploring his, like, concepts of, like, I think he has, like, very big ideas and doesn't even know how to fully express them, so yeah. we keep getting these really good games where he's, like, exploring... What it means to be human.: you no.: know, like...
2: b- Between the two, though, the last of us, I have to say, was, was a stronger title than infinite. Okay. Like, right. Was it
0: Because my understanding was, and this is from someone who doesn't really play new video games.: right. Right. It was all the escort missions from Gold and I pushed together. Certainly. Just like no Natalia, get back over here. Where are you going? Like It's uh, it's kind
1: of interesting that both of those titles are designed around escort missions. Yeah.
2: <laughs> like. Well, the, the thing is in uh, in Last of Us, like yes, you're constantly escorting people, but they never take damage and they never trigger like stealth failure. Oh. So, and, and this actually is a bit of a flaw in the game. Sometimes you're, like, you're like um, immersion is a little bit broken because you're hiding behind a box and then your idiot companion, like, walks out in front of somebody and then walks away. But it doesn't yeah, yeah. always, like... The monsters don't really see her.
1: And apparently that um, is, like, taken partially from Infinite because Infinite said that it was going to be, uh, like, an escort thing or whatever that was going to have no impact on gameplay. And yeah. apparently that, like gave last of us a bit of the like oh yeah we could do that too yeah while they were because infinite was in development forever yeah and when yeah. people were like oh it's gonna be fucking annoying escort missions and then they like they made the announcement before the game came out that we were like yes because we want a character with you all the time yeah but we don't want to have to fucking deal with it in terms of it being like a gameplay hindrance yeah yeah totally. so it's like we do want you to have the experience of you going through something with an ai so that there's like that storytelling element like because in bioshock Elizabeth's with you for about eighty percent of the game.
2: If yeah, yeah. probably for easily, if like, not more.
1: And then Last of Us, that girl's with you for the whole time, right? Like basically, yeah. More or less. More or less. Yeah. yeah. So y- like, you have companions certainly the whole way through the yeah, game. Yeah, exactly. But it's sort of the same thing where yeah. it's like you—they want you to be able to, as a storytelling device, have a companion, and it feels like, oh, I'm protecting this person, or whatever. Yeah. But not to the detriment of like, oh, you just stood up and got hit with a rocket launcher, you stupid bitch. Yeah.
2: Now I failed <laughs> and I have to go back to a fucking <laughs> companion a lot. point game. <laughs> yep.
1: So I thought it was kind of neat that the two AAA titles. Like undid everything we knew about having stupid AIs next to us.
2: Yeah, for sure. And they also both raised the bar of like, uh, like interactive storytelling. Really, maybe not interactive storytelling, but just like storytelling in video games. They were both some of the finest told tales that I've ever seen in yeah. a video game. Well, I, I haven't played Last of Us, but yeah, I mean, it's like if you would have watched The Last of Us as a movie, you would be down the whole fucking way through it. Like mm-hmm. the plot lines, the the twist at the end, the fucking like everything is fucking great.
1: I'll admit, Infinite might have been a little, uh, a little bit like a Wachowski movie if you watch it you'd be like i don't know how i feel about
2: that i don't know man i thought the ending got a little bit anime-ish in that it just like escalated the level of what the fuckness like faster it's not it's not like it's a an it's like a it's not a straight line increase in amount of what the fuckness it's a curve that is exponential
0: i don't do you you mean like the first matrix or like the third matrix India. Speed Racer! <laughs> <laughs> like Speed Racer. No, but I mean, like, I, like, I, I really,
1: I feel that there's like a strong analogy between Bioshock Infinite and like Cloud Atlas, kind of, in the sense of like, that weird huge... Tom Hanks. No, but like the scope of like, everything that's happening matters everywhere, you know? Like that makes sense but
2: it when it does it loses its impact yeah that and that's why i think it it like the end of it didn't click as well as the last of us did where the last of us keeps it's like who does this matter to incredibly tight yeah that, and that, yeah. that's my my
1: number one my number one complaint against uh infinite is Yeah, as soon as they hit the hold ring, on, on we're gonna, gonna spoil anything infinite here? spoilers here yeah but uh, the game is a year old and it was s- s- two years six months old or whatever it came out last summer okay so yeah that was also i also i also bought it out of um like, buyer's guilt.
2: Really? Go, (laughs) because... What? (laughs) No, because here's the thing. Buyer's guilt before you purchase.
1: Yeah, because I was like, with first Bioshock, I got it on, like, $20 or whatever when it was, like, hit. And then Bioshock 2 I bought used. Mm -hmm. And I was like... Bioshock 2, not so much. But Bioshock 1, I was like, it was one of my favorite games ever. And I was like... I was like, fucking... Or, is it Irrational? Irrational, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, Irrational, like, needs to... Fucking know that their games are good and they deserve a day one purchase from me. So like, <laughs> yeah. like I was like, took a, took it. I was like, you, I owe you sixty dollars basically because I didn't pay full price for Bioshock. Yeah, and they didn't get the money from your. Bioshock I was like maybe too. if I did Bioshock Two would have been cool. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Come on, it maybe, was. Maybe Ken Levine actually would have been involved with it and it would have been really fun. Yeah. You know, as opposed to just like a weird cash grab to make Infinite from Two uh, K. Yeah. yeah. it Was. But yeah, so I was like, I was like, they deserve my day one title money for, yeah. m- for Bioshock.
2: Neither and of the games was perfect, right? No, like, I, I, like I
1: mean but I don't think... I think demanding perfection from art is... I mean, like, fucking what movie has been perfect? Like, you're always going to sit there and think about a piece. And, like, and on top of that, too, a, ga- a runtime of a game is, 20 like hours. 15, yeah. 20 hours. And, like, to, to na- like, it's impossible almost for fucking Hollywood to nail two hours of perfect. Yeah. To be like, yeah. oh, yeah, there's going to be two hours of... An interactive story and expecting perfection is.
2: Yeah. Avengers was pretty perfect.
1: Yeah, but it was only two hours.
2: Avengers, yeah. Y- you know, y- you can say that, but then you could be like, "Did it? Is it going to win any Oscars? Fuck no. Does does it push the craft of acting forward? Hell's no. But for what does it was it make
1: like, Iron Man, the leader of the Avengers, pointlessly, even though Cap is there. Yep. <laughs>
2: huh. <laughs> but like,
3: for Hulk, what for Hulk what Hulk smash it was, puny god. Uh, was, no, there, there, there's there's perfect. a lot.
1: There's awesome, but I mean, but if you even wanted just like pull apart the Avengers movie as the Avengers, all the fucking sacrifice moments and whatever that were Iron Man based, and they're like, there really should be Cap. Cap no. is supposed to sacrifice himself to save everybody. Not really. Really? Oh, I'm going to fly into space and be the only person who's going to go into the alien world. No, that's a Cap decision. Iron Man would be like, good call, Cap. I'm going to stay back. <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> no, I mean, every, every Avenger has done that sacrifice thing in the books. Uh,
1: Iron Man does it like three times in
2: that movie. But that's also the turning point of his character arc for the first for those movies, right? Like that's the whole thing. He's being all selfish and whatever prior to that, and then he like.
1: I think mean, he kind of stopped being selfish in two. Yeah. Yeah, I think that was kind of the. Trend. Did you, you guys finally what, see when 3? he got
0: really drunk? Yeah. <laughs> Did you see three Iron Man yeah, three? <laughs> yes, hated we yeah, I hated it. Yeah, I hated it. Yeah, yeah, it was Scott just was like, like it was fucking, so it was disappointing. Lowest,
1: lowest ranked. Uh, movie?
0: Yeah, superhero movie of the year. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, glowing recommendations for Infinite and Last of Us? Absolutely. I would put
2: Last of Us on top. Both of them definitely, like, have a little bit of pacing issues. Certainly, Last of Us, there's a couple, of, like, super tedious areas. I don't know if it's just because I was, I was playing on, like, the ultra-hard difficulty, but, like, there's some parts where oh, sh- you're killing, like, like a bunch of mercenaries or whatever, and you have this, like, sound vision thing where you can, like, quiet down and, like, sort of see through walls by listening. Mm-hmm. And you, you, like, you kill, like, eight guys as a super stealth ninja master, and then, you're like, okay, just one guy left, and then, like, six guys run out from behind a thing, and you're like, fuck you, why do I have to kill another six guys? Like, <laughs> like I, I understand what this scene was trying to accomplish. The story is not going to be pushed forward until I kill another six men. There's literally no reason for any of this. It's just delaying my progress okay. through the game.
1: One, one thing... Uh, but yeah, holy
2: shit, you have to play those games.
1: But, like, I know you give it back to me, but I can give it back to you right now. Okay. Did you, did you, did you take a shot at the 1998 mode of uh, Infinite? I did not. No, you did not? No. Surprise. and what was the deal with that the, the deal is is that there's like a thousand times more accountability it's like super hard or oh I read
2: that they totally didn't do anything they said they were gonna do that it was like it was supposed to be accountability in all decisions and whatever and then they totally failed on it well, all there, they did is make the enemies harder and nothing else
1: supposedly though you can still make it unplayable if you do things badly really like you can just be like halfway through the game and can just be like you have killed this person and this you needed this person to get here and now that's done really yeah exactly there's supposedly a couple things like that I, th- well, I don't think they got to do exactly what they wanted maybe? yeah I
2: I had read about it and, the, and it was just said like it didn't really like it, it's kind of interesting but it didn't quite get the feel that they were aiming at
1: eh, well maybe yeah. a bit. I think it's still cool that they're at least trying trying yeah. and, and heading for that like there's a like uh, Ken Levine has talked about making a Vita game mm-hmm.
3: Steve he, Levine whatever <laughs> Steve
1: Levine the Levine the Levine from Irrational um yeah he was talking about making a vita game and he's like every time he talks about it he sounds super hyped and it's like it's apparently just the vita doesn't have enough uh like units out and whatever and really it doesn't push enough sales because he was like he's talking about making like a fucking triple a vita only game and everyone's like uh hey come on can you're about that like you're not gonna push the units to (laughs) warrant like a two or three year development cycle for a handheld game but apparently he's super into the like Front-facing, back-facing camera, the touchpad, the like, the fucking touchscreen, and all, all that of it stuff. coming together. And he's like, he's like, there's an entire. He's like, this is the most like tactile device that's like ever been made for gaming, and he's like, it just demands fucking some sort of a like opus on it. And I was like, yeah, I was like, it's so sad. I was like, more people buy Vitas, please. Like the Sony launch thing. Well,
2: give it give it a couple of weeks, man. The PS4 is ramping up, and aren't the PS4s all coming with Vitas?
1: No, they don't all come with Vitas, but it's the Vitas can play all PS4 games, right? Remotely, like you can just uh, hit them and it can play on a screen or whatever. Yeah. And then they're, what they're but they're supposedly trying to do is based on that, hopefully going to push up the Vita sales, and they're going to make games that fucking are Vita and. Yes, four games together. So it's like screen Final television. Fantasy Crystal Chronicles. Yeah. Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles, or every game on the Wii U. Yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> it's basically like. You know what? I don't know something fucked up about the Wii U. What's
2: fucked up about the Wii U, kid?
1: <laughs> the fucking you know the controller, the big tablet controller. Yeah, yeah. You cannot buy that without a Wii U. What? <laughs> There's no way to buy a that. Aren't you one. supposed to have that for everybody who's? If sh- you're supposed to have one of those. All the games oh. are designed around one of those, and multiplayers all have Wiimotes. Okay. Right. Or like, well, the new, the, the new, new one sensitive one okay but yeah but you cannot buy a second one
2: but if you don't ever need one why would you want
0: to well but isn't that (laughs) because you've got a five-year-old kid who threw it on the floor correct yeah
2: (laughs) (laughs) the
1: wii is about kids games and it's a touchscreen they're like i drew on it with pen yeah no thanks thanks billy yeah exactly i was like i don't know what the fucking what do you do if you break your (laughs) controller
2: i don't know i'm sure if you like Nintendo has a support line you could call in and get them fixed or something. Maybe, or just Maybe. They pay money aftermarket. Supposedly, the Nintendo support is really, really good. Like, they my send Wii- shit back to you really fast, Yeah, yeah too.
1: my Wii support was super good Yeah, they were like... Send this... Is in. it plugged in? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> no, but they, like... Have they, like, they, they try <laughs> turning it off and on, sir. But they, they, like, they back up the hard drive for you and all that stuff. And, yeah. then, like, make sure that the, your old hard drive is on the new stuff even if your hard
3: drive's corrupt and fucking...
2: Comically, what they're completely retarded about is transferring your owned games from one system to another. Apparently, you can't do that. Like, <laughs> if you have a bunch of games that you bought on the Wii and then you want them on the Wii U, they won't do that for you. You just have to buy them again. Like your old NES, SNES titles that are in their, that, at their like, store.
3: The Apple's thing? <laughs>
2: Yeah, Apple. We yeah, but we
0: know and expect Apple to try and fuck
2: its
3: users. (laughs) This is Nintendo. Yeah, but
0: you know, when I bought my iPhone, I moved everything over from my iPod to my phone. Yeah, yeah. no problem.
1: But there was there was a wasn't there like a huge fucking thing where they were like you had to buy stuff twice. There was like I remember this like maybe a year or two ago.
0: You can't transfer your account. It's the Bruce Willis thing. Okay, what do you mean? He's Bruce Willis has spent like ten thousand dollars worth of. On, Apple I, on iTunes. iTunes. And he was like, uh, I want to leave this to my children when I die. It's yeah. a huge music collection all in the Apple cloud. And they're yeah. like, no. It's, it's the, that's you not don't own the that music. Works. You license the music to use it while you're using yeah, it. So you're like, but like, no. For you. And he's like, but that's not at all how you presented this. This was the alternative to buying records. And I would have spent this $10,000 buying CDs instead.
2: Yeah. Did he win? Do you know if he w- took them to court?
0: He took them to court. But I think...
2: Man, we should find out. I think it just got wrapped up in...
0: It was like a big thing, because yeah. it was Bruce Willis, but I don't think they ever did a follow-up.
2: Hmm. Yeah. They should. Yeah. Another good reason to stay away from the Kindles and stuff. Yeah. Like, you're never going to have a library you can pass on.
1: No, it depends. Depends on how you...
0: Depends on what you read. Yeah. I guess that... Because I do I do have like 15 Clive Cussler... <laughs> <don't know. laughs> you know... You kind of want those to disappear when you die.
1: <laughs> no, but... <clears throat> I mean, there's also... Like, you have the physical file, which you don't have on the cloud, right?
2: Uh, yeah, yeah. So well, no, you have the physical file for the iTunes stuff also, but it means pirating it, right? To, to dis- disassociate it from your account. Yeah. Presumably there's a way to do that.
0: Well, yeah, but right. That's, that That wasn't the point for him. Yeah, no, 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 yeah, yeah for sure.
1: But if I'm – I have to play around a little bit with the Kindle. Yeah. But just like to see how the other Kindles like respond to the actual file once you get it on your computer. But if
0: you delete it from your Kindle to make room for other books, you still have that account with – the yeah. library of books you've yeah. purchased, but I can and also, that's not transferable.
1: Yeah, but I can store those files on a computer and then just drop them onto a Kindle. I don't
3: need to store them online.
0: Okay, but say you give it to your son, yeah. who who then drops his Kindle down the toilet, and is like, "Oh, I would like to restore my files, please, Amazon." And they're like, uh, "No."
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Like, there's always a way to do this illegally. Let's yeah, be, yeah. Let's be straight about, up. Talking we're like, talking like, about doing <laughs> this legitimately, straight in the narrow. Yeah. Are you taking notes,
0: Oh, yeah, I totally forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, video game news, before we get too far off of this. Okay. Uh, Keith showed this. I don't know if you saw it yet. Did you see the Xbox Live or Xbox Sign Out trolling? Oh, nope. my God. So On funny. Call of Duty. It's so this? funny. So, these, these guys set up a, a user tag, a gamer tag in Xbox Live. Yeah. And the guy's name is Xbox Sign Out. Uh-huh. So, he goes into this game and against his own team, he'll like lock players into corners or shoot at his own teammates. Right. So, they scream at him. Xbox, yeah. sign out. <laughs> what are you doing? Xbox, sign out. and no, then no, Like,
1: it's not actually going to make you quit, but it pulls out the, like, are you sure you want to quit menu. Like, it'll interrupt the game and, like, pull up the... And
0: know, usually when you see those menus... Xbox,
1: sign out. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. It's just so good.
0: Stop listening. Stop listening. Oh, it's great. Amazing.
1: Hey, did you see... Like, some of like, the best ones, hey, did you see that guy whose username is Xbox, sign out? Fuck, fuck. <laughs> it's just... Like, so good. It's like the best trolls ever. It's great. Yeah. Good times with the Xbox.
0: The perfect thing about that video was it, it was the perfect length.
3: Yeah, it was like two minutes. Yeah, yeah. just True. just
0: enough to keep laughing, and then you're like, ah, it's and it over. ends. You're like,
3: great.
1: Yeah. That, I was, Andrew was talking about that. He's like, the Xbox voice command thing, he's like, it's absolutely going to be on everything within the next probably like five six years. I feel. What like. do you mean? Like a, like voice commands. Oh yeah, totally. Like they're like between like, Xbox
0: and Siri and Google Glass and yeah,
1: just a computer with a microphone and like and all that stuff. It's gonna and it's like. Well, I mean, it, it,
0: the old IMAX had it right. Like yeah. the when the candy IMAX came out, yeah, yeah. you could yell at them. The just what? Did? The candy IMAX, the big oh. plastic ones. Oh
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. That were just like a single unit. Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
1: Yeah, he was saying he's like but it really really feels like the future when you're like Xbox pause and like you just pause the movie you go to the bathroom Xbox play. You right. know and you know he's like that you're like I'm in fucking Star Trek. <laughs> you know it's like like enhance, yeah,
3: magnify. Working, en- Pan working. Right. What, what is it?
1: What is it in fucking Super Troopers? Like the enhance. 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 Fucking stop it. Uh super Here's the thing that I want to talk about that I'm not fully informed on, but I'm hoping someone read about it. Okay. It a little bit more juice. This is quality. Like this is, is going to be awesome quality. Half-assed fucking research. Shia LaBeouf stealing from a comic book artist completely. Have you guys heard about that? Yes, this? absolutely. Yes. Yep. Yeah, yep, exactly. That's hilarious. He made a short film that was exactly a guy's graphic novel and it didn't tell anybody. Yeah. Daniel
2: Close is the, uh, okay. the yeah. comic creator. And he never would have found out if it hadn't gotten so big. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But
1: you're fucking screen- screening it at Sundance. Where I'm like, you have like, as soon as you have an audience full of people, every every time you like put a bunch of people into the movie theater and show your thing, which I guess is your like the assumption goal that of you're gonna a happen with yeah. a movie. You run the risk of someone being like, oh, "Man, I read this comic." Yep. <laughs> and, oh, and then you, you like call up like the comic book guy and be like, "Cool, your movie guy made a new your comic book guy made a movie." What?
0: Did you see the, the the most recent cease and desist from, from Daniel Close's lawyer? No. To. Okay, Shia LaBeouf's lawyer? I didn't. Just real, the, real yeah, quick, this... You're, you're, okay, the story I'm, gonna, I'm gonna look it up. It up. You, tell, you tell the story. I'm gonna okay. look it up. The,
1: the, Here's just the, the one thing that I, I also want... Okay, no. Go, go tell, me, tell me a story. Okay, so
2: he gets caught, and people call him out publicly.
0: Oh, and this I, Back up even before that. Okay. So Shia LaBeouf made a movie.
1: Actual cannibal.
3: Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> and he showed this movie at Cannes, and it got some pretty good critical acclaim. Yep. Uh, I, thought original, I thought it was this was his directorial debut, idea. right? Yeah. And it turns out
1: and he's been in a battle because his name is Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> <laughs> and, it,
0: and it turns out that uh, it is basically the exact same story as told by a comic book creator on the independent scene named Daniel Close.
2: From what I understand, also, uh, identical dialogue in some cases. Like, it's, it's uh, clear, there's no way this is not... The,
0: the storyboards yeah. are basically traced copies of the comic book. Wow. Like, wow. like just everything mm-hmm. is like, ooh. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like, it's like Sin City when you're like... When it's like, Danger City, an original Robert Rodriguez film. And you're like, what? <laughs>
0: it's
1: like all black and white with the same panels. I really feel like I've seen this
0: before. <laughs> so. And okay. when he was called on it, mm-hmm. he was like, uh, no, no, this didn't, I did not copy it. So it was definitely inspired by it, but I don't, I don't even think, now Daniel Close, who? And then a bunch of fans started raiding his old Twitter account. Yeah. And was like, you talk about Daniel Close a whole bunch. Like, you know who he is. You read this comic book. Yeah. You then made it into a movie. It's
1: like Gene Simmons' kid
3: tracing Bleach.
0: Kind of, except. <laughs> worse. Cause it's except like, worse. It's it's tracing it's, it's Bleach like, and then retelling Bleach. And making a whole movie like <laughs> and then calling it Blotch. You know? <laughs>
1: exactly. What the fuck? So yeah. Okay, so this is happening. So yeah. then,
2: then he tries to apologize, and then it turns out the apology is taken word for word from somebody else's apology on Wikipedia.
0: fucking Wikipedia,
2: or like um,
1: uh, like if you
0: search famous apologies, yeah. In and Wikipedia, then, you'll get. But, you t-
1: like, but like this is the part, like that's like the part I haven't really been able. I've been <laughs> pretty busy this week. I haven't really been able to like research it. I'm like, at that point, is Shia LaBeouf just trolling? He's like, I'm in a bunch of shit. I'll I just Google famous apologies and then say that's, that.
2: That's what happened, and then people called him out on that, and he put up a tweet saying, I'm retiring from public life. Yeah. And then, ha- <laughs> like, hashtag goodbye artistry or something like that. He had some really wacky emo fucking... How does he not know that this is going to happen? When you're as public a figure as that, everything you do is going to get fucking analyzed and looked at. It's crazy to me. In what universe in your head is this not going to work out badly just, for you?
1: Just like straight up fucking theft and stuff. And
2: yeah, like, and even if he, if he had started the whole thing off based on the work of whatever, and and sent close a couple of bucks, it would have worked Pro- exactly.
1: out exactly. If he probably just like called up close, and and then you would have even had
2: like. The fucking indie cred that comes from turning an indie comic into a movie. Exactly, like, and a bunch of indie comic fans would be like, "Oh, which, cool." Which, apparently is what Shia LaBeouf has been trying to do with his career for the last couple of years. Like, he got he got he's apparently a gigantic psychotic cinemaphile and, yeah. or cinephile and cinephile um, and is like really pissed off that he was associated with the Transformers movies because he made a lot of money, but they're basically stupid shit. Yeah, so exactly. he tried to withdraw from doing those, even though he was the most bankable actor in Hollywood for like. 2012 or 2011 or something like that. He made they paid him nothing because he was like not really a name guy for the Transformers movies, and then they were incredibly profitable. So he was like
1: he he had Transformers and he had Wall Street Two and he had like the Indiana Jones, Indiana Jones, Jones, whatever, and and whatever.
2: So that's why he got into the Lars Von Trier Nymphomaniac movie because he was trying to do indie stuff. There was also um, like a 10 minute art film where he dances around naked. You might have seen that on YouTube. Maybe. Anyway, you could totally check that out. He's Lars Von
1: Trier and he has actual sex and. Film.
2: Yeah, yeah, like so. He's trying to do all these artsy things. This would have been plugged in exactly to that. Like, there's no, it was like a logical continuation of the what he's trying to do with his career, and he just fucks it up by not properly attributing it. So bonkers. Mind blown. Okay, so uh,
0: Shia LaBeouf then started making yeah, actual fun. Cannibal. Actual cannibal Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> uh, then started making fun of Daniel Close after all of this month really? on, on Twitter. Stay classy, Shia. Uh, yeah. Started like really just poking fun at him and started making. Uh, threats to make a movie called Daniel Boring about what? this comic book writer who has nothing to do but make shitty little comics and then threaten Hollywood people. And, um, like, just he just keeps going on you're, you're and on. You're bringing up actual quotes here. Yeah, yeah, well, then, so Daniel closes, like, oh, my God, I can't believe this is what my life is now. Yeah. Uh, gets his lawyer involved. Yeah. And sen- sends Shia LaBeouf, like, a send him a cease and desist. Yeah. And it's a standard cease and desist saying, like, it's pretty obvious what your, your client is doing. He's doing all this stuff. He has no right to do this. Yep. Uh, blah, blah, blah. And at the end of it, the lawyer writes this very personal paragraph to okay. the other lawyer, to Shia's lawyer.
1: <laughs> Which of course gets out, because we live in
0: 2014. No, because, yeah. because Shia LaBeouf posted it on Twitter. Ah, seriously? <laughs> he posted the cease and desist. It's amazing. Brian, your client is seriously out of control. He must stop his improper and outlandish conduct directed at Mr. Close and his work, and your client must take all necessary and appropriate steps to redress his wrongs. We've been waiting since December 27th to hear how Mr. LaBeouf intends to make right, but all that has happened is further wrongful acts, such as described above, and much more foolishness on Mr. LaBeouf's New Year's Day skywriting frolic that exposed Mr. Close to further ridicule. Leave Mr. Close alone. (laughs) dress and fix these problems immediately. All rights and remedies are reversed. Just like, please. What was, yeah. Please, what, what he's crazy. On January 1st? I have no idea.
2: I think that was probably when he was calling out clothes it's at the worst. Skywriting?
1: I was like, is it, did he pay for a plane to ride no, something no, no. in the sky? Or skywriting? What was thing? the word? Sky? Skywriting.
0: skywriting.
2: Seriously. Yeah, yeah, like, I don't know.
0: Maybe that's a thing? <laughs>
1: I was Maybe. like, is it a term for like something that we don't know? Legal you mumbo Google jumbo. Skywriting. Yeah. Oh, Google January first <laughs> skywriting Shia LaBeouf. Uh, I think
0: just skywriting Shia LaBeouf. Yeah.
1: Skywriting Shia LaBeouf. Speaking of skywriting, while well, yeah. our fact checker Scott checks, <laughs> there was a thing. <clears throat> I don't even know when this happened, but I only found out about it recently. Uh, there was like an LA-based comedian uh-huh. who had a Kickstarter for six thousand dollars. Because apparently, that's how much the fucking this skywriting cost. Like, A big a big skywriting thing cost. Kickstarted. Six thousand dollars, so that over Los Angeles, a skywriter would write, "How do I land?" <laughs>
2: That's amazing.
1: <laughs> Apparently, a lot of people thought it was super funny, and one person like actually called the cops. Ki-
2: like, Kickstarter doing God's work.
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Listen, I have a funny joke. It takes six thousand dollars. <laughs>
2: Come on, guys! If everybody puts in a bucket, it's gonna exactly. happen. Exactly. It's like if everybody in Los Angeles puts in
1: like fucking like a penny, even yeah. Like, how many people are in Los Angeles? It's got to be six million. Like, at least. LA? It's
0: like 12.
1: Yeah, like 12 million. So what is that? Like a penny? Come on, maths. Yeah,
0: but, but okay. There's know, obviously,
1: per- obviously there is not going to be everybody putting in a penny. <laughs> that's
3: everybody putting in a penny.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Shia LaBeouf spent $25,000 to skywrite over Daniel Close's house. Stop creating in giant letters. <laughs>
2: Whoa!
1: Cool. That's that's fuck you, money, that's, right there. Yeah, that is.
2: <laughs> but that's also so ludicrous. You're right that it's almost like it's a publicity stunt kind of thing. Like what? there has to be some greater intention because it's so insane. But
1: maybe, like, maybe Shia LaBeouf has ascended to like a weird, fucking, stupid mindset. Where hashtag winning. Hashtag winning. <laughs> yeah. No, but you know what I mean. Where he's like, oh, like after 50, you know what I mean? Like after 50 years, like things enter the public domain, and like as soon as you create something, it's in the public domain. Like maybe that's where his like.
0: That was wait no. That, that was, was his the, point. Yeah. That was the second
1: skywriting Skyriding thing. Oh, wait, the first one, one there
0: was January first was I am sorry, Daniel Close.
2: Part
1: S L.
0: Wow. And, and he tweeted right after that, Mister Close. I can only ask that you view my apology as stepping stone towards repairing this misunderstanding between us. <laughs> <laughs>
3: What the fuck? This is a
0: guy who wants nothing to do with Hollywood. He's just like I make little comic books that I think are very personal and kind of interesting. Oh my
2: god! <laughs> <laughs> who is who is that actor who got who did like a year of saying that he was going to be in rap and did all these shitty raps? Joaquin jo- Phoenix. Yeah, Joaquin Phoenix. Like yeah. it, it almost seems like that. Like it's so next level trolling.
0: Joaquin, Joaquin Phoenix, Poly Shore,
1: Polyshore, Shore.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. Even Charlie Sheen, I think. It was like it never came out directly. That I, was, I, think,
2: I think he was authentic in his in no, his sheening it up. I
1: don't think so. Up. I think he fucking had a public fucking explosion.
0: He has no teeth. To, what? He has no, no teeth. I'm
1: not. I'm not. Lo- I'm not trying he, to hide he, the fact he did
0: so much drugs. I'm all his teeth fell out. Are you kidding me? No, that, that is fucked up.
1: That he did a lot of drugs. That did a lot of crazy things. But I mean, yeah. but all like the super public. Like I'm gonna fucking have a mansion and fifty rooms and fifty porn stars in each mansion. Like.
2: Which, to his credit, I think he actually did in Jamaica or something. He had, like I don't, I don't He know, was he, living with, like, three or four yeah, he porn he was like, stars. living with, like, a
1: handful of porn stars all at the same time. But, yeah. like... But then he was just sort of like, all right, cool, I got off the show, I don't have to deal with Chuck glory anymore, I signed yeah. with FX, I a little less money, you know, I have creative control yeah. on my shitty show, and it's over. Yeah. And he just, like, settled down again, and it's was like, he just started being, like, a normal person, like, almost right away. Like, I...
2: When it, you say he started becoming a normal person... A normal Charlie Sheen. Okay, yeah. Because I think there's Charlie Sheen and then there's the rest of us. Yeah,
1: exactly. That's, that's what I'm saying. But, I mean, it's, like, not nearly as fucking bonkers as that bonkers period. Like, right. He still does, like, oh, hashtag winning and stuff. But it doesn't mean anything yeah. compared to the way, it, like, it used to. <sighs> so, wow, we're, we're blowing through. Yeah. We just, just hit... Just hit 30 minutes. Awesome.
2: What's happening with you?
1: Uh, no, I really wanted to talk about the Shia LaBeouf thing. Oh, shit. I'm reading a comic. Uh huh.
0: What's yeah. this? What are we it's looking at? No teeth, Charlie Sheen? No teeth, Charlie Sheen. Sheen. He
1: has teeth. They're just like.
0: No, no. Those, that's the bridge and stuff. That's the, the teeth on the side is what he's got left.
1: Charlie Sheen's a pirate. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Hashtag winning. <laughs> Hashtag winning. Pirates yeah. that have never
1: been. Hashtag
0: vitamin C. Yeah.
1: What have I. I, oh, I saw American Hustle.
0: Oh, yeah. I heard that was great.
1: Um,. I really really thought it was great and then when I thought about it there's some issues with it okay still think it's fantastic still think it's can you do a
2: semi no spoiler version of this semi
1: no spoiler version of it okay it's a super cool slick like it's very much David O. Russell trying to be Martin Scorsese what else has he done he is renowned for Silver Linings playbook and The Fighter okay he's also the same guy who did I Heart Huckabees okay and he's also the same guy who did uh, The Fighter David O. Russell actual crazy person too Like, there's, like, those famous things. If you look up David O. Russell, Lily Tomlin on I Heart Huckabees, Uh it's so fucking good. Why? Like, because, like, apparently to get, like, he later said that it was to get certain performances out of people. Okay. And whether or not that is true or not is, like, but apparently, like, everyone's, like, he acted like a monstrous child on set. And they're, like, it's something that he didn't do in previous movies and didn't do in later movies. Right. So is it just, like, and he wasn't even, like, he hadn't done like Fighter and Silver Linings Playbook, like he had didn't have like Hollywood Grand Slam clout yet, right? You know, you know. But it's, so it's like it's weird that he would just pull this at an early stage in his career. Like there's like one like it's him like screaming at Lily Tomlin being like, I have never screamed at you in my life, like, <laughs> but like said screaming and you're like, that's too crazy. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and like Lily Tomlin's like, Oh, do I hold the papers? I don't have the papers. He's like I'm trying to fucking make you better, and he's just like, There's like one part it's amazing because he's like it's a set piece. And he, like he walks off the set piece, and you hear screaming, screaming, screaming in the background. And then he like comes into the set from a doorway, from like another side. So just the way the shots are, him wanders off and then just comes
3: through a door <laughs> from the other way.
1: And you're like, as a result, like it fucking. And like Lily Tomlin said, he was like a fucking nightmare to work with and all that stuff. But I mean, but there's a lot. And he said afterwards that he's like, oh yeah, I was like, I was really trying to get these like, like these people to be like tense and irritated in the scenes. Like, as though everything was, like, fucking pissing them off. Okay, but he going.
2: doesn't quite pull it off in, in American Hustle? No, but what,
1: the reason why... American Hustle is really good, because he also... I mean, he has, like... Like, I think that him and Christian Bale work really well together, because okay. Christian Bale's a crazy person also. Like, yeah. I think Christian Bale would be like, yeah, fucking slap me in the face, director! <laughs> you know, like, Christian I Bale... I want to know how it feels to get slapped <laughs> so I can act <laughs> it better. Exactly, that's yeah. it. Like Christian Bale would be fucking down for that. And, yeah, uh, And Bradley Cooper... Um, I mean, fucking Silver Linings Playbook basically established Bradley Cooper as a, like, for real actor, so he's not going to fucking argue with it. That
2: and um,
0: The Place Beyond the Pines.
1: Was that after? He he went to the Actors
0: Workshop studio. Really? Yeah, if you watch some of the old ones, he's one of the people who ask a question. It's like Dustin Hoffman or Robert De Niro or something. Awesome. Hi, I'm Bradley. Can I just ask a question? Bradley. Cool. (laughs) Yeah,
1: Yeah, but that's it. But I think that was all after Playbook. So it's like, I think David O. Russell, like,
2: might have started him off
0: on doing serious stuff. Yeah,
1: on being like a fucking for real actor. So he's like, yeah. oh, oh shit.
0: Shut your mouth, Keith. He was great on Alias. No. He was great for <laughs> oh, Bradley <laughs> yes. Cooper was
1: amazing in Wet Hot American Summer. That he was, he nice. was
3: fantastic in he the was in He was in Wet Hot American Summer? He was in Wet Hot American Summer. What he's was Michael he?
1: Michael Ian Black's gay lover. He almost doesn't speak. Oh my god, he's that's the, amazing. Uh, he's the assistant, uh, assistant producer on the musical. So I guess you've been a fan for like 15 years. Bradley Cooper? Yeah. Ah, a big Bradley Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> It did it. I when I first watched American Summer though, I didn't even know it was Bradley Cooper. Like he has fucking yeah, like yeah. short blonde yeah. comb over hair. Like he looks like a 80s. Well, also it was 20 years ago, right? dude. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's it. It's like I mean, and he's in that 80s costume kind of thing. Yep. Uh, so yeah. So I, like I think that like if you hate Jennifer Lawrence too, thanks to Silverlining's Linings Playbook, she's yep. like, oh, she's a real actress. So I think they might be like more able to work with him. So sure, sure. The character pieces are good. Everybody's super slick, super fun. I really feels like kind of a Scorsese flick. It's about um uh Abscam. Okay. If you know, know, know what Abscam was, it was a thing that the uh, the FBI did in the eighties. Okay. Trying to like catch politicians on weird fucking backroom dealings with like and it's like so ridiculous and like would absolutely never fly in <laughs> any time other than like the seventies. Right. Which was they just had like foreign oil seeks like who would just come in and be like, it's the Sheikh You know, and, like, they're like, fucking, he needs bribes to fucking invest in your city and stuff. And politicians were like, here you go, Mr. Sheik. And it was like, and they would, like, entrap these people. And they famously worked with this con man to get Abscam going. Oh, so this was, like, a
2: sort of true story? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And,
1: like, even right at the beginning of the movie, they were just sort of, like, like, there's, like, a little tagline. Like, some of this actually happened. Like, they add a love story. They add a lot of tension between the FBI guy and the con man who, like, might not have had it. They make... They take a lot of creative liberties for it, but it's like okay. the the framing is still a this happened. Like they even changed the names. Okay. Other than Abscam, I think is the only thing that they really. Other than that, they changed everybody's name. Okay. Uh, it's,
0: it's Amy Adams in the movie, right? She's the other yeah. female. Yeah, exactly. She's a vampire.
1: The other is the Fisher. She's cool. a vampire. Wait, Do you know wait. how old she is? Like fifty.
0: <laughs> she's she's thirty nine years old. <laughs> okay. She looks, she like, looks like she's she's nineteen. <laughs> yeah. Well, whatever. Uh, Rissa was watching Charmed on Netflix now and saw her in an episode playing an adult, and I was like, "Well, that's kind of weird."
2: It's it's Hollywood, man. These people can bathe in the blood of nine year old virgins mm-hmm. and not have a problem with that.
1: It's kind of cool because this movie actually goes out a little bit of the way to show her as kind of older, like like to show her as someone who is, like say, pushing forty, trying to look like younger. <laughs> like they sort of show like they'll show like, there's a lot of scenes with her like without makeup, looking, like, haggard. And it's kind of, like, on purpose. And then there's, like, doing herself up for the con to make herself, like, younger and sexier looking and stuff. Like
2: That actually gets me wondering. Techn- like, clinical immortality could potentially be possible. There's, like, 7 billion of us running around the planet. Maybe somebody has had that mutation.
3: Just immortality? And they're just
2: immortal. Like, if you were living even, like, a couple hundred years ago, probably you'd get killed off by disease or war or something mm-hmm. prior to that becoming an issue anyway. I'm kind of hoping it's me. Yeah, me too. But like, <laughs> it's, it's not me. It's not, it's not impossible that there's someone running around who just, like, is going to stop aging at a certain point.
1: And then just, like, be in, like, a perpetual fucking... Per- yeah, whatever their age is. That'd be super fun. Anthony sure. Green. That's my bet. Keanu Reeves, guys. Let's be... Let's Ke- yeah, <laughs> I guess Keanu's already hit that.
2: Okay, so Keanu... Uh, Patrick Stewart. Somebody. Patrick Stewart. No, no, no. Pa- Patrick is clearly aging. He's just at max level. So he's not going to change his oh. appearance anymore. Uh-huh.
1: Keanu Reeves is not aging. (laughs) possibly Peter Dinklage. Based (laughs) on that old time... There's that old photo where it's like, dwarf on stool, and it's Peter Dinklage sitting on a stool, and it's from 300 years ago. That's amazing. (laughs) It's just like a random (laughs) painting called dwarf on stool. That looks just like Peter Peter Dinklage.
2: Dinklage. (laughs) If I found something like that, I would go distantly out of my way to purchase that piece of art and then people would be like he's buying it and it'll be funny and i'll be like no i don't want records of my existence <laughs> burn I, it yeah
0: I, I saw a comedian uh on the big fat quiz the british end of the year quiz yeah. show yeah. who was like you know what i would do if i was david beckham mm. and everyone like jumps in with their things he's like i would go to like uh, the street where all the buskers are and all the you know the guys with the caricatures yeah uh, and i would just buy my picture right off the shelf <laughs> like, like screw you guys! You have to wait fifteen minutes. Your drawing done, <laughs> mine's ready. Because there's yep. always one of David Beckham. Really? Is that like a thing? Right. It's like here, there's always one of Michael Jackson. Right, right. Right.
1: Yeah, for sure. He's like the most famous person. Um. Yeah. So American Hustle. The yeah. ending. I have like minor issues at the ending. If you go and see it, you'll see what I mean. If you think about it, because he, David O. Russell said it's like, oh, it's my like my reinvention trilogy. It's like fucking. Uh, like, Fighter, Silver Linings Playbook, and American Hustle. It's all about these, like, people who have, like, redemption stories and shit. Okay. And uh, That's d- r- that's a
0: real original idea in Hollywood, too. It's also a bit of a stretch. I mean,
1: I don't know. I mean, it's certainly it's Silver Linings Playbook and Fighter are both very clearly about people trying to get their shit together. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah like, 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 there's,
0: like, a dozen movies like that every year. Keith. I know. I know.
1: This
2: is fucking David O. Russell's <laughs> words. I'm not like,
1: and I talk to him, and I agree. Keith, we're criticizing you
0: for
2: someone else's <laughs> words. Fuck!
1: But, so I'm just saying, So, but if he's trying to make those, like, if he's trying to make like that his thing, in terms of the redemption element of American Hustle, I feel he fails where he succeeded in The Fighter and huh. several other playbooks. And when you go see it, you'll see a little bit what I mean. But at the same time, if you want to watch like a fucking pretty cool movie with cool performances and all that stuff,
2: I... Okay. I heard really good things about it. It's, yeah. It seemed like it was like like quality cinema It is. It is, it, isn't it is like, like it. I,
1: i'm not it's like well done it's just yeah. that i think that he i i watched Silver skylines playbook right afterwards yeah. and i you hadn't I, seen it i had not seen it huh, okay. i had a, every intention of seeing it i just it was just never really, got around yeah i never got around to it playbook was a lot of fucking fun though uh-huh. i like the i like that a lot anyway hang on i got to text Sophie because she's like oh, i'm going to be here at 1 and i was like that's not what we talked about um. Yeah. Talk amongst yourselves, gang. All
0: right. What's up, Scott? Um, I've been watching a lot of Netflix lately. Yeah. Uh, January amazing 1st, that January first hit and everything kind of got shuffled on Netflix. Yeah. So a yeah. bunch of stuff that was on my list is gone. Really? I have no remember no idea what it was. Star Trek, man. Star Trek was gone before yeah, that. No, that uh, was, that, that was, Everyone was
1: like, "No, Star Trek."
0: They seriously took all of Star Trek off? All the Next Generation. Man, was, that sucks. I know. I was on season five. Wow. And I was like, damn it. Um but yeah, like a bunch of new stuff also popped up. Yeah. Um one thing that popped up is all of the Ken Burns documentaries. Okay. I don't know. He did he did the most famously the baseball documentary. That's okay. Like a nine part intensive look at the history of baseball. You know what's right. an
1: American sport? Baseball.
0: Yeah, and it's <laughs> that's really what it is, with like old timey piano in the background and wow. Bob Cost is saying it's the only thing other than my family that has mattered to me for my entire life. Like People he, he, are fucking weird takes it about it so that sport. it so seriously. Um, but, like, no one has researched it as well as, as Ken Burns has. Huh, okay. And because that did so well on PBS, he's gotten the freedom to do a whole bunch of stuff. Cool. So I'm watching the baseball documentary. Even if I don't care about baseball, it's super interesting. Yeah. Historically. I, I
1: care about the idea of baseball. Like, I'm like, baseball as a sport, I find is really stupid. But as a, like... As a cultural force that, like, guided America for, like, a hundred years. Like, Americana. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I was like, there's something, like... I don't there's,
0: there's some really interesting points, just even as a sports fan, watching that. Like, statistically, baseball statistics have not stopped being important throughout the years. Mm. Like, what? if a batter is a 300 batter, yeah. in 1890, in 1950, in 2010, that's an impressive feat. I thought yeah. that was
2: not at all true, and that it was... People got all doped up in the... In baseball, and no,
0: so there was, there, there, like there the, was, the home run. There's, a, there's have a few different. The there's a way. few different things in. Yeah, but that. yeah, but
1: you're you're gonna you're gonna hit more home runs, but you're not gonna hit the ball more often because your fucking hand eye is still the same. I don't think. I don't and, and
2: there's, I don't there's know, I don't
1: there know, there there, there's, there is
0: there is something called the dead ball era where the 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 technology of the baseball changed. Huh. And there's like little things about it, but like a 300 hitter is a 300 hitter is a 300 hitter. Yeah, That's an impressive great. feat, whether you're you're using drugs to get there or not. Like, but if someone was hitting 300, that's, that is done. a quality player.
1: If you hit the ball in the 1920s, not on juice, you're going to fucking hit, like, a single or a double. You hit right. it on juice, you hit a home run. You're still hitting the ball. That doesn't change your hit. I, I
2: would be curious to see you prove that the... Jo-
1: he just did. He said there was a big documentary. Okay, well. No, but, like... <laughs> I think... <laughs>
0: no, no, of course of course, cheating is that. But he yeah. also talks about cheating. He's like, yeah. t- baseball has rules and also encourages trying to break them. Yeah, um, rod dude. Holy shit. What well, do you mean? Even before that, like, people a- were throwing...
1: A-Rod ju- just got his suspension reduced to 162 games plus playoffs. For doing what? Juicing. It's oh. the biggest... Uh, penalty ever. Biggest penalty of juicing of all time, and it's all... Yep. It's a, he's, like, the latest in this... There was all these guys who were, like, going to, like, this Florida health clinic or whatever, uh-huh. and it's, they were all just fucking...
0: Getting all, all those guys who were even accused of it are still being punished by baseball. Like, the the Hall of Fame ballot for next year just came out. mm uh-huh. And they announced that uh, Greg Maddox, Tom Glavin, and Frank Thomas are going to the Hall of Fame. And the guys who broke the, the home run record, Barry Bonds and Mark McGuire and right. Sammy Sosa, they're yeah. all on the ballot. They're eligible for the Hall of Fame. But they're not going. And the writers are refusing to nominate them for the Hall of Fame. Huh. And uh, Roger Clemens. I don't know about that, that man. I, I understand. Like, I Mark be McGuire wrong. admitted it. He was like, yeah, I I took human growth hormone yeah. for, for years and years. And if you look at his like rookie card and his final season card, he... He, like he is a different person. He's a
1: calf to a cow.
0: Yeah, he <laughs> he starts off looking like like a skinny boy out of high school and ends up looking like Sheamus from the WWE. Like he is
2: jacked up. I really thought that it was like the Tour de France, where like basically everybody is is jacked. Well, and he, to compete at that level, you have to be jacked. So there's no choice. It's The, everybody. the controversy
0: is a little different, yeah, depending on which player you're looking at. Because Mark McGuire came out and said, "Yeah, I did, I did it." Yeah, and at the time I was doing it, yeah, there were no rules against it. Like the 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 rules were not there saying don't do human growth hormone. Right, I was doing it. It was I got strong. I healed from my injuries much faster. Yeah, yeah, bang. So he was never punished by baseball so so much like, except for the writers not voting him in for the Hall of Fame. Okay, um, Wait, but that, that Barry doesn't... Bonds and Roger Clemens are in trouble because when they were called in front of a grand jury they lied they yeah. lied they said we never did it there's so now no you're proof a you don't yeah <laughs> so now those guys a little bit different yeah. uh, sammy sosa just moved back to cuba and has never really talked about it and then he started bleaching his skin now he looks like a weird creepy vampire
2: that is Cuban fucking crazy so people weird. do the weirdest goddamn things either way though
1: arod a- a- arod is another i don't know arod is like one of those big interesting things cuz he's just like a guy who really should have been like the name in baseball for the last 15 years but it's just been like scandal after scandal after weird messed upness.
0: Uh, look up A-Rod Herpes Hollywood Tree. What? And you'll find an amazing graphic. <laughs> what? Apparently he gave herpes to a whole bunch of Hollywood actresses. <laughs> Are you like, serious? Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> like Jessica Biel is one of the just like there's a whole bunch Sorry, of Sorry, Justin Timberlake. Sorry. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> fucking
1: hilarious. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, baseball.
0: Fucking Arod. Arod yeah. is is pretty hated because he was a big star in Texas, and he left to go sign with the Yankees for a right. like hundred and fifty million dollars, like just a ridiculous contract. And I yeah. was like, "You're the one who's keeping baseball alive in Texas, and you're going to the Yankees." What's his Fuck name? That guy. Basketball guy. LeBron James. Yeah, he's LeBron. He's LeBron before LeBron. Yeah, yeah.
1: exactly. You know LeBron. No LeBron's a guy who played Drafted and played for Cleveland Uh Revitalized the Cleveland Fucking basketball market Then was like So Miami's making this dream team Goodbye And then just left to Miami With uh, Chris Bosh and Dwayne Wade
0: Dwayne Wade was already there
1: Dwayne Wade was was already The star on Miami And so they went for and Like
0: Fucking Uh, LeBron was a little bit different Because he did it on a There was so much speculation As his contract ended As a free agent Yeah Um, He did it on an ESPN special Yeah Really
1: Where's LeBron going and yeah, like he sat down in do an interview, a high, went, high, high rating fucking thing too. That's ridiculous. Yeah. What? I don't fucking. I find shit like that. People found that. People like, found that
0: really cocky that he did that. Yeah. Um, he knew it was going to be really high rated. Commanded a very high appearance fee to do this show uh-huh. to announce where he was going to be signing and donated the entire fee to charity. That's pretty fucking so. Good. People had been bothering him all year about where he was where going, sign, right. and I, I think taking that opportunity to make do a, something charitable with do it, do a big charitable. Awesome. Like everyone was going to ask him about it anyways. Yeah, why not just yeah, instead exactly. of hold a press conference, like, right? Be, there, some, if somebody. you
1: just made the announcement through a regular channel, there would be a press conference the next time you left a public building. Anyway, they yeah. would like find yeah. you and fucking
0: and and make everyone that happen. <laughs> every every new show was going to show it anyways right. at, at a right. press conference. So why not? Scratch, make some scratch yeah, and yeah. give it away.
1: But I, even even if he didn't, like I mean, obviously putting it. The dairy, but like Cleveland cool.
0: was mad.
1: Really, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. they he had he had this huge billboard that the the well, Cavaliers like, had put up, like, and they like torched it, and people were burning jerseys. Holy and, shit! But imagine
1: like, if in the middle of like Maurice Richard's fucking career, he was like, "I'm going to play for Toronto."
0: Yeah,
2: and they and they were, and they were like, "Why?" He's like, "Well, the money."
1: <laughs> Essentially, yeah. like I think I have a better chance at a Stanley Cup or whatever the fuck it is. Like yeah. Montreal would have like. Let's burn shit down. You know? yeah. It's just like off we go. Yeah. Fuck this. Like like we like Montreal's like famously turned on basically any star that has left Montreal ever. Yeah. But it's like if you had like the guy who is like your fucking player and your cultural force just being like later. It, yeah. And it's
0: different than Wayne Gretzky leaving Edmonton in that LeBron James has now won two championships.
1: <laughs> well also also it wasn't a trade. It was he just chose not to resign. Yeah. And on top of that too, he, he uh, like he turned down the Cavs' offer, right? So,
0: yeah, the NBA has a weird salary cap. Okay, where they have a uh, an ability to break the salary cap for one player that they nominate as the franchise player. Yeah, yeah. Huh. so he was going to make millions, millions, millions more staying in Cleveland. So he took a salary cut. He yeah, yes, huh. to go to go to Miami because Dwayne. Miami had already named Dwayne Wade as their franchise player. Right, and we're not able to break the salary cap to sign LeBron James, right. but he wanted to play with the other best player in the world that wasn't Kobe Bryant. Crazy. Yeah.
1: So I don't know, they won they won champions.
0: Whatever. Everyone no one gave Shaq the same amount of grief when he went to LA.
2: Yeah.
0: But he's Shaq. Who wants to give Shaq grief? I just I want to give Shaq a hug. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Shaq attack. Hug. Foul <laughs> I, I have such a shitty free throw. <laughs> That was an actual thing. Was it four or five years ago?
0: It was all the time. What no, I know. But when, it,
1: but when it was, like, insane. Like when oh, no, because, it, no, because since... He
0: had the lowest free throw percentage in the league. When he okay. was so Pretty much through his entire career.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah Exactly. But, they, but, like, there was, like, a couple of years ago where he was practicing only free throws and then got mm-hmm. to be not as terrible for it. But there was, yeah. like... So what you do is you would just, like... They would literally, like... When you got into, like, the dying seconds of the game, hug Shaq foul him Yeah, he gets the free throw misses but then you get possession you can force the ball the other way so you get people able to catch up like 20-30 points
3: oh in my fucking God. like
1: 30 seconds of game because as soon as Shaq gets the ball whoop, he just hugs Shaq and it's like man clock stops free yeah. throw misses misses oh, now you have possession you can run the ball the other <laughs> way and it was like almost a mockery of basketball while it was going on
2: <laughs> like, Did they make rules to change it or something? How the no, hell does that no, happen? No, because
1: you, th- you don't need to make a rule because if you hug a guy, he should be able to score two free points. Right. <laughs> like, yeah, normal, like normal, the rule is already there. Yeah.
0: Normal free throw percentage shooting is like seven or 800. Okay. All right. So, seven of 10 shots, eight of 10 shots, you'll, you'll make it. Right. But right. Shaq's was like at 300. That's hilarious. And he was so bad. People, his coach would stand like halfway between the, the net and the free throw line with a big, like a pizza paddle. Yeah. To like make him throw over the paddle and into the net because so, like, learn sh- how to throw a proper arc and stuff. His shot was so bad and he just wow. Like historically was not able to. I do guess that. he
2: just got by on dunking the whole fucking. Well,
0: he's seven foot two, three hundred twenty pounds. He like, goes yeah. on his tippy toe and puts the ball in. The <laughs> yeah. Thing, like. And and if you were taller than him, he still had like fifty pounds on you, right? Because he was he could probably
1: draw the foul by just driving the net. Like, I don't right. know if
0: you've ever seen that a picture of him when he came into the wrestling ring with the Big Show? No. Like, he's bigger than the Big Show. Like, Big Show looks up at him. Like, it's shocking to, cause, yeah, much of a because he's so... Man. He's not gangly. He doesn't look like a freak if you just saw him standing there. But when you have right, like him he's standing well next to someone, you're just like,
1: what? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, yeah, Shaq Attack is super funny.
0: But Yeah, no one <laughs> no one gave Shaq grief when he went to LA except for Kobe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
1: that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <coughs>
0: <coughs> uh, yep. Anyways. Oh, yeah. Have... So Netflix stuff. Uh, I've been watching Ripper Street. Ripper Street? Ripper Street. Is that okay? Mean? Yeah. Um, it's a police procedural set immediately after uh, the disappearance of Jack the Ripper in London. And hmm. uh, the inspector who had been trying to catch him. Apparently, by it's Matthew McFadden
1: super funny because of the old timey procedures where they're just like, oh, yeah. like walking through the blood in the crime scene and stuff. You're yeah, like, they
0: really. And hogs like,
2: in on them not having good procedures.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but
0: like starting it like this, the inspector has taken an American field surgeon from the army and has made him into a forensic uh, scientist. Well, is, is this but like
1: is this true or not? That apparently the Jack the Ripper murders were like one of like the the birthplaces of like forensic criminology. Yeah, like like yeah. it was just like it was the first. Thing where they were like, oh, man, maybe we can use science to catch somebody. <laughs> like,
2: <laughs> Pretty sure that
0: that was exactly it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and there's still that, like, other other cops going like, oh, my God, how could you do this to a body? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. As, as they're doing an autopsy and stuff. So I've seen a couple episodes so far. I'm liking it a lot. Fun. Where is it? Very made? fun. Like, uh, BBC. Okay. Uh, BBC It was on in North America on Showcase. Mm-hmm. But now the first the first few are on Netflix. Cool. Well, you got
1: to be careful with that. You might get the weird tutors thing. What do you mean? Where Tudors like tutors is like completely different. Like yeah, it's like, not c- completely not, different. But, but it feels shot like there's different editing and different choices that happen, and the, the, it's the showcase version and yeah. the the original BBC one, the original version of okay. in Europe. Well, yeah. this is the BBC yeah.
0: one on Netflix. Okay. And the the inspector's sergeant officer is the guy who plays Braun from uh, Game of Thrones. Cool. And yeah. he he plays like the street tough. I understand why you're doing this weird. Oh whatever! Why would you really. cut open a body?
1: It's dead. Leave it be. Yeah, let's go to the street. And,
0: <laughs> let's go to the street and punch some people. <laughs> let's go work over the horse and just <laughs> pop him in the face. Uh, I, I could watch that guy in everything.
2: Is um, he as good as he is yeah, in uh, Game of Thrones? Yeah, he's oh
0: he's got no. so much screen presence. Fuck, just Sophie. playing the uh, the assistant. Yeah. to this guy, it's awesome. Like, cool. Yeah, no, really, he should be in every television show. Well, we're getting new Game of Thrones soon, isn't it?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm so upset at Sophie. She's like, we could just do it another time. Fuck, Sophie. People have <laughs> children. <laughs> like, Scott's like, Scott got the whole day for this. She said just do it without her if we want to do it. And okay. if we maybe could. Anyhow, real quick. I just got into Town. Where are you going, buddy?
3: Try <laughs>
1: <laughs> Try honesty, guys. Uh, Holy shit. I, I picked up a new comic that I'm super in love with. Okay. And if Scott's heard of it and hasn't told me about it, I'm pretty mad. Uh-huh. And also, I've been thinking about all the comics that I've been reading. And I feel that Scott's really not pulling his weight with comics. Because I've been, like, pulling comics. Left what is this comic, Keith? This comic is called Fatal. Uh-huh. You heard of this? Ed Rubecker and Sean Phillips.
0: Yeah. Okay, I know the team. They work together a lot. They yeah, did yeah, yeah, Criminal you, and they did...
1: But have you heard of Fatal? Fatal is... I'm fucking... Yeah, Sean Sean Phillips, right? Yeah, right. John, you'd be fucking all over this. So okay. it's uh, a noir story. Okay. Uh, so like cops and like damsel in distress or whatever else like that. Right. With like not Cthulhu, but like Lovecraftian <laughs> background. Awesome. So and it's fucking like so far I think I'm in, I'm two two or three issues in and it's like there's like such a like restraint over stuff and like I'm automatically putting a lot of this into Cthulhu. And they have, there's been nothing that's Cthulhu-y, but it's, like, like these weird, like, dark guys and whatever, and, like, occult stuff, and, right. like, even, like, there's tentacle guys, and like, so far, the only tentacle stuff you've seen was a weird flashback to, like, a Nazi guy who has, like, tentacles coming out of his face with a machine gun, and I was like, whoa, like, that's just, that was yeah. just there, and then it's like, nope, back to a noir story again, huh. and there's, like, weird symbols, like, that this, there's one girl who seems to be immortal, but so like... So they're, like, getting into it slowly. Yeah, exactly, yeah. but, like, and which... I kind of hope it never even comes full bare. You know, like... like If it just sort of is always just, like, under the surface that a lot of the fucking shit that these characters need to deal with happens to be complete occulty Lovecraft right. stuff, and they never, like, walk into really... A, you know, like, I hope... I don't know how it's going to happen, but it's fucking, like, super cool. The Sean Phillips art style, like, lends itself really heavily to old pulp noir kind of style. Sure. Like, most, most of the panels all have... Some sort of voiceover dialogue that you can just read in the, like, grisly voice <laughs> of the, like, main character or whatever.
2: <laughs> what is the art style like? Like, you compare it to something? Like,
1: like, a 1950s noir film movie poster, Huh. basically. Cool. Like, all, like, that kind of washed out, like, palette of colors and... Very Clean, sharp angles. Yeah, exactly. That's it. Fun. Fucking really, really cool. Two thumbs up. I think they're... They're coming up on two years, I think. I think they just released an uh, issue 19.
0: I think. I'm reading another one uh, called Velvet, which is, is it similar to that. No, no, hey. uh, it's it's like a 60s British spy story, okay. where uh, the main character um, is like MI6 secretary, and then a whole conspiracy starts when found where agent starts to die, and it turns out that she was just a secretary because she had retired from the field. And as she makes her first step investigating it, she gets framed for the murders of all these agents and goes okay. on the run.
2: Is it anything like Archer?
0: Hmm? Have you heard about? Have you heard, Arch- yes, Is without it, the ants and hand jokes. <laughs>
2: Is Archer trolling?
0: Like,
1: have we discovered this?
0: No,
2: it's that everybody said season four. They were kind of like, yeah, they kind of like. So, but, so now they're all drug dealers. So they're yeah. They moved to Miami and become. They moved a to shark Miami. Shark That's like axi- a new <laughs> season. They accidentally found a literal ton of cocaine and they decided to become drug dealers. <laughs>
1: Exactly, because apparently it's like one – basically the writing staff is like basically one dude. Yeah. Like it's one dude and then obviously a lot of improv from the actors. But the, <laughs> yeah. old, the overall story stuff is one guy, and he's like, I just kind of got bored. I felt that we were hitting our limit of spy stuff. So yeah. now they're all drug dealers. Same <laughs> character just like
0: – Breaking so. Bad ended. He felt like there was a <laughs> – There's, there's no room opening. for another drug
1: dealer <laughs> <laughs> exactly. TV show. But it's just like I, I, ISIS is closed. We deal drugs in Miami. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I was like – I don't care. Like, hooray. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> um, Yeah, it's pretty much our hour. Does Good stuff. Have, does anyone have anything that they really want to jump in on? Anyone? No.
0: no. No? I feel okay. great.
2: Try
1: Honesty, guys. Try
0: Honesty. Yeah, <laughs> if you guys, on, guys haven't checked out Billy bed. Talent. We huh? usually put If you guys haven't p- checked out Billy Talent, like, check that out. That's some punk rock.
1: On the same side, you should probably watch Hardcore Logo, where Billy Talent is from. Really? Billy Talent is the lead guitarist for Hardcore Logo. Oh. The, awesome. the made-up band from the uh, Canadian film Hardcore Logo. Right. Where it's Joe 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 Dirt, I think. No, Joe Dirt is the That's a terrible terrible, movie. Movie terrible movie fucking movie with David Spade. What's his yeah. name? Oh David Spade. No, I, I know David Spade, but I'm saying, what's the guy's name in Hardcore Logo, the main?
2: Joe Dirt? Is it? It might be. Joe Spade?
1: Nope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm really, I was sad. That we didn't get to another Scott Hughes story, but I guess we'll save that for now. Oh, yeah. Oh, we,
0: we can were right save out of time for that. Yeah, we're at an hour. I'm so upset I could be sick.
3: <laughs> and that was the 90s! <laughs>
1: Look, if you're a fan of the show and uh, the site in general, uh, please take the time to like us on Facebook. We are number 9TO5DOTCC, 9to5.cc on Facebook. And uh, also follow us on Twitter. We're at sign number 9 to number 5 CC